You are listening to Bet Your Ash. It is the flagship show of the Bet Your Ash podcasting network. B-Y-A-P-N, be yappin'. And when we be yappin', we be cursin'. Especially me. All right, let's start the show. You are now listening to... Bet your ash. That's Cornelius. He is in Denver, Colorado, on the studio level at Capital Cigars, 919 East Colfax Ave, Denver, Colorado, the finest cigar lounge on the planet. And I am McGee. I am back in my old stomping grounds of Dania, Florida. And, um, yeah, nowhere special, just, you know, Florida. <laughs> so um, we always start in the same place. My friend, what are you smoking this evening? Today, I am smoking a warfighter. So it is, is a, it is called a war. I've seen the logo before, but I don't recognize this band art. What is this? Um, it's a cigar that. Uh, <laughs> <Smart ass. laughs> well, it's a cigar that. Um, uh, I don't know. It's pretty unique. It's got. Um, it comes in a box where there's a quote from, you know, various war fighters uh on the bottom of each box um i'm smoking a indonesian sumatra wrapped habano nicaraguan habano esteli nicaraguan uh condega and dominican republic habano sumatra Habano wrapped with uh, Sumatra. It comes in Robusto, Toro, Double Corona, Rocco, Corona, and Lancero. Wow. The whole gamut. Yeah. Well, um, we will check back in at the end of the pod and see how that cigar is going for you. Yeah. So that's what I'm... Well... That's what I'm about to light up. Yeah. well, Well, hopefully you love it. Hopefully you love it. We have not been here for two weeks. Let me explain why. I really thought I could handle World Cup soccer being played in November. But, man, it is a lot to be gambling all morning on soccer and then (laughs) focusing on everything else I got going on in my life. I just I liked it better when it was in the summer. It didn't overlap with NFL and basketball. So, now that we are out of group play and the quarterfinals, well, the round is 16. Next is the quarterfinals. But now that we're through that, it, it calms down. It's not as crazy a schedule. I got way more time to focus on uh, things that matter, things at hand, things like the Bet Your Ash podcast and the Bet Your Ash podcasting network, B-Y-A-P-N, 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 B-Y-A-P-N. And the- N, F, and the L. 
That's right. It is. We're dude. We're coming down to it. There's only four or five games left, right? Uh, four or five weeks four, total. Four, yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. So it's go time, man. We we have to get out of the black. I mean, I would get back into the black. We're like point eight x minus, like minus point eight x. So we're losing right now. We're in the red right now, but not by much. We would have won our last parlay. We did a yeah. monster pick four. And mm-hmm. according to my notes, we won two. We pushed one, which would have worked out for us. But then we also had the Giants in there. Then the Giants messed us up because uh, we had the Giants. They had to win. It was Giants minus one and a half and they pushed or something. No, there was... Giants minus one and a half, and they got beat or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we need to get back into the black, man. I don't like this losing shit. <laughs> but it goes to Tisha. I mean, this is what we've been doing all season. Like we've been kind of talking about parlays as opposed to other types of gambling, and mm-hmm. um, it's just goes to show you how hard it is to be profitable betting parlays. I mean, you have to be right more than once on the same day. (laughs) It's hard enough to be right once, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, On the same bet. Yeah, right. You got to be right more than once, you know? But um, let's get one, man. We got got four more weeks or four or five more weeks of the regular season. We got some playoffs. Then we got the Super... Oh, real quick before we get into football. I've gotten a bunch of messages... No, we have not forgotten about the Ashies. We, because we have, yes, we have now been a podcast for about four years. So, you know, happy anniversary, bud. Um, We are going to. Same here. Thanks. We're going (laughs) to do the Ashies in that off week between, uh, like, before the Super Bowl, which makes a lot more sense. That's kind of where it should be scheduled anyway, not in the middle of November. So we'll do it then, and um, that gives me some time because I haven't smoked all the cigars for this year, and I won't smoke all of them, but it gives me time to smoke, try a couple from here, you know, go back through the list. So, yeah, Cool. All right, let's get into it. There are six teams on by this week, so we should be able to get through this pretty quick, you know? Mm -hmm. Let's start with Thursday night. What do we got? So Thursday we have the Raiders playing the Rams. Raiders the Rams just signed Rams. Baker Mayfield today. Yeah. No. The yeah. Raiders? No, the Rams. Oh, for uh Stafford. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Stafford's hurt and um mm-hmm. they needed a little they needed some help there. And they very well, they're probably getting him, they could probably get him on a real cheap number if they want to keep him for next year. Um, mm-hmm. so the Rams and the Raiders. It does feel like the Raiders kind of are beginning to get it together the last few weeks. I think Mm -hmm. it's largely because they have spent the year kind of weeding out the malcontents, you know, the guys Mm -hmm. that don't really want to be on the team. They've just been cutting, you know, they just been getting rid of. So that could be the reason. Um, The Rams are a mess. I mean, they're just a mess. Uh, Just so many injuries. Now Aaron Donald's not playing this weekend. Um, they're going to have to rush Baker Mayfield into action. He's not going to know the plays. I don't know if that'll be this weekend or next weekend, but I just feel like the Raiders are, in, are, are trending in the right direction and the Rams are trending in the wrong one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean the, I mean, maybe a little bit too late. I mean, they might end up with a winning season, um, the Raiders, but uh, yeah, they definitely started just a bit. Yeah, too late. The Rams probably one of the worst. Uh, Got to be in the top three worst uh performances of a Super Bowl winner the year after winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're probably right. I can't think of a worse one, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. To your point about to your point about the Raiders, I mean I would argue that first year head coach in the midst of a big turnaround, a winning season is great, is is a success. Mm -hmm. I was the one that was overvaluing them, saying they were gonna win the you know the division Mm -hmm. and stuff. I was just loud wrong. Um, but what's the spread here? And it, the game is in LA, right? Yeah, minus six and a half. Raiders minus six and a half in LA. I could argue yeah. that that's going to be a home game for the Raiders. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I would bet this either way. I don't think if I would put this in the parlay. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'm going to watch this. I don't think either team has a chance to make the playoffs, right? No. Uh, no. I mean. Uh, what is it? Four more games. Uh, oh, the Raiders might have a long shot. Twelve, so they got five more games. If they won out, if they did, they could be ten and seven. They could. Oh know, wow! Uh, hey, so you're saying there's a chance? Yeah. So the Raiders have a little motivation. The Rams have none. So I right. think it's maybe maybe I don't know if I want to put this uh this this point you know this game against the point spread on the money or in our parlay but maybe the raiders on the money line i wouldn't be opposed to putting that in the parlay Mm because they just need to win that game and i think they're the only one that cares about winning the game yeah so i don't know we'll talk we'll we'll, maybe we'll bring that back up later on let's get to sunday Next, we have the vikings and the lions (laughs) and you you would think that uh, that spread would be a little bit uh, bigger, but it's minus two. Yeah. Actually, the-, the Lions minus two. Yep. Well, the Lions, <laughs> ever since their bye week, have been putting points on the board. Something serious. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, what's that guy? I'm in, Ra- I'm in St. Ra- whatever his yeah. name is. He uh-huh. came back and really made a big impact. Um, now, you know what's been working for us all year? Mm-hmm. All year long, worked again, and it's been working for me nonstop. The Vikings in a non-prime time game, mm-hmm. it, it works. The Vikings beat the spread when nobody's watching. Mm-hmm. I've got to stick to the system. I think this spread is an overreaction to last week, to Detroit having a good game last week against a bad team. I'm going to argue that the Vikings aren't a bad team. They know this Detroit team well. That mm-hmm. that Vikings offense is playing really well. So I don't see I don't see either team running away with it. But I definitely don't see the Lions getting a big lead or anything. Um. Yeah, I think I think this this line's silly. I think the Vikings are going to go out and do what the Vikings do, and that's beat the Lions. I think so. I mean, I, when I saw it, I was like. Minus two, really? Yeah. For the Lions? It's stupid. I immediately went and checked the injury report. Like, yeah. wait, is like Dalvin Cook or Kirk Cousins not playing? I don't. Yeah. I, I think this is. I think this is silly. I think that they. Um, 
I just think it's a mistake. I think the Vikings are going to go handle their business. The Vikings yeah. are a legitimate playoff team. I'm not going to say Super Bowl team. I'm mm-hmm. going to say they're a legitimate playoff team. Um, right. And uh, it's fun to watch them play when they when they do everything right. And they seem to be uh, kind of on on path last you know the last couple of weeks. I think there's a little concern in that the Jets sort of had a chance at the end of there last week, but when it comes down to it, the Jets didn't win. The Vikings did. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep running with the Vikings since I have a reason not to. Yeah, yeah. And I mean it's a division game. I mean, I, I just don't I don't see the Vikings, you know. The Vikings have the second best record in the NFL yeah. and they beat am I right? No, they did not beat. No. No, they did not beat. They beat the Bills. But um they're a good team. You they're know? Good I team. mean, I don't see them playing down to the Lions. So um you mentioned that it's a divisional rivalry game. I failed to mention, I neglected to mention that this week all of the games are division rivalry games. Have they always done that every year, or is this a new thing? No. I I think this is new. I don't ever remember a time when everybody played a division rival on the same week. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool. I like it. Well, there is one that is – no, not all of them. Okay, Uh, not all of them. The Panthers and the Seahawks. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Bucks and the 49ers. Uh, oh, you're right. They're right. not all of them. I just did a quick glance and I saw a bunch of them that were. But uh, yeah, I mean, a huge number of them are. Uh, yeah. I would say, two, you know, two thirds are. All right, let's keep it going. What else you yep. got? Buddy? Next, we have the Ravens and the Steelers. Ooh. I don't know if Lamar Jackson is back. He is not. I have a feeling he's going to be out for a week or two. <laughs> Um, it's uh Hudley or, or yeah. one of those guys. Um, hey man, the Steelers have they've been getting healthy the last few weeks. Their defense has been getting healthier, and their rookie quarterback is learning the NFL speed. It seems so. Mm-hmm. Um, without Lamar Jackson, I am not betting on the Ravens. So what mm-hmm. I am going to say is, if we have this game in our parlay. The only way I want it in there is if we're betting, if we're choosing the Steelers. It's Steelers are not in the parlay. This is how I feel, okay. you know. Minus two and a half. Yeah, that's what I see. Um, yeah, minus two and a half. So there's that mm-hmm. on the on the Steelers, and it's a home game for the Steelers. So correct. Um, you know. The picket kid, the rookie, seems to be um, getting comfortable. Um, we kind of knew he kind of had a leg up on most rookies in that mm-hmm. not only did he, you know, he went to college in the same town and the same city, but the college and the the Pitt, University of Pitt Panthers and the Pittsburgh Steelers share the same facilities and doctors and and stadium mm-hmm. and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. he had a level of comfort going into this season that few players get to the, you know, opportunity of having. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like Huntley. I think he's a you know, one of my better backup quarterbacks. I like him. 
Yeah, it's your guy. Yeah. But all right. Pick it. I don't know. I, I like if we're gonna bet this, I like the Steelers. I don't I I'm mm-hmm. I'm I hate seeing Lamar Jackson missing games in a year that he is playing, you know, he's on his franchise year. He's playing, he's he did mm-hmm. the bet on myself here, you know. So sad. But what well, else we got? Well, well, I was I was gonna ask you, yeah, with that being considered, uh, you know, the Ravens. Uh, they're leading the division. They are eight and four. Yes. Uh, the Bengals are also eight and four. Yes. Um, and while you're looking at that that division standings, do you see the Browns and Steelers win total, or what what their uh, records are? They're also both tied at five and seven. Wow. All I mean, that's a really close division, man. That's only yeah. technically all four teams can still win the division. Technically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you as if you wanted to look at probably the most complete team in that division, yeah, it would be the Bengals. Probably, especially late w- lately when they've had their rushing their rushing attacks been improving. Yeah. I mean, they I would say uh, like their offensive line is improving, and that is therefore improvement to the running right. game, right? Right. Um, and they're getting healthy at wide receiver. What's his uh? What's that kid's name? Jace. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, he he's back. Uh, out of all, you know, teams in the division, they probably, arguably, have not arguably, they do have the best quarterback right now. Yeah, with Lamar Hurt for sure. Yeah, so for sure. For definitely, sure. Uh, definitely, they're the the favorites in the division right now. I think so, or at least it's we should say it's theirs to lose. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean they won't, you know, there's a whole lot. Everybody has a bunch of division games left. You never know. Um, but if Lamar is going to miss some games, that definitely puts the Bengals in the driver's seat. Correct. Correct. Uh, speaking of that division, the next game is the Browns and the Bengals Bengals by minus six. They'll be playing at home and I feel good about that game right there. Well, that was a really good transition by you because you were setting this game up with the last game by talking about the mm-hmm. division. I was really impressed. Um, I do think that, uh, yeah, right, professional segue. I do think that Deshaun Watson looked really rusty last week. Mm-hmm. I do think he'll look a little bit better this week. I don't think it'll be enough to stop the Bengals. Um, the game is in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Right, not Cleveland. Right, it's in Cincinnati. No, it's in Cincinnati. Yep. Yeah, I don't see why they don't cover. The yeah. only reason I wouldn't like, if I opened up my app and I saw all these all, all these games, the reason I wouldn't bet this game is, I probably could find some other games I like more, and. I could probably find a smaller spread I like more because mm-hmm. six points is kind of a lot in the NFL, um, especially with a rivalry game. I mean, we talk about it. This is mm-hmm. beyond divisional rivalry. This is Cincinnati, Cleveland. This is like in state, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Bragging right. rights and all that. Um, mm-hmm. So I could easily talk myself out of this. But mm-hmm. if you really like it, I'm I'm okay with back in the Bengals here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't, <clears throat> I don't see them um, 
I mean, the, the Browns, even though they won and even though they they scored three touchdowns last week, none of those were offensive touchdowns. Right. So I do not think that the Bengals, right? I do not think that they're, you know, that the Browns are going to be able to hang anywhere close. Now that doesn't mean that it's going to be a blowout. I think Deshaun Watson is going to come back a little bit better, mm-hmm. but I also think that um, uh, it's going to be just outside. You know, I put it something like, I don't know, um, you know 28 to 23 or 28. That would know, be a losing bet 20. for us. Well, it would be. We but, did 2821 yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. 2821 yeah, yeah, is yeah. a really nice situation. Or 2828. 20, 28, uh, yeah, I was going to say, honestly, I'd be impressed if the Browns got to 21 this week. Um, yeah. The point is, you're right. They did get all three of those. They did. Their offense didn't get those touchdowns, and it, it was pretty amazing right. they got them. Um, yeah. I just, you know, Deshaun <laughs> Watson was something special before he had to take so much time off. And I, there's going to be a rust factor, yeah. of course, but I just feel like at some point we're going to see a little spark of that specialness this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Browns are looking towards next season. They this year they knew was a fucking wash. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're focused on next year, yeah. um, and we should focus on the next game. What do you got next, buddy? Jets and Bills. The Jets and the Bills. The Buffalo Bills are favored by nine and a half. That's <sighs> wild that it's so many points. Didn't the Jets beat them or get really well, close to beating them? Well, I think the thing is, is that, you know, they're probably looking at the quarterback uh, scenario. For the Jets, uh, as far as the them Jets. not knowing who to play. Right. Um, what they need to worry about is the Von Miller scenario up in Buffalo and yeah, the fact that yeah. the last few weeks they haven't looked dialed in or tight, we'll say. Um, yeah. Honestly, uh, the Jets have been looking really good outside of the quarterback position. Their defense is playing really well. They should. They pick at the top of the draft every year for so long. But yeah. um, like that's the same thing with the Browns. They should have a better roster than everybody. They're always picking at the top of the draft. The Jets should have a better roster than everybody else. They're picking right. in the first three picks every year. But True. Um, what I'm I'm saying all that to say, the Jets are a better team than they're getting credit for here because mm-hmm. of the quarterback controversy. And the, I, it feels to me like the Bills are overrated here. Um, I, mean, I like <clears> the Jets plus nine and a half. To be honest, I know it's I know it's it's crazy saying it. But I like the Jets against the Bills because nine and a half is a ton of points. Yeah. And the last time they played, the Jets did beat them on November 6th. They beat them uh, 17 to 20. So, yeah. I, all we need is them to keep it close. Yeah. 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 That's all. It's one to think about. One to, <laughs> excuse me. It's definitely one to think about. Yeah. Uh, the next, this is this one right here is ridiculous. I don't even know, but you know, hey, these people know the odds, man. You got the Texans and the Cowboys. How much did Jerry Jones have to pay the lines <laughs> to get it to minus 16 and a half? Yes, they did pour a ton on the Colts last, uh, last, uh, 
week, but come on. I mean, Matt Ryan looked like, what is he, 36, 37? He looked 63, 73. Yeah, he's not old. a young man. Yeah. He did not look good at all. You know, I was like, this is the last of, of Matt Ryan. Yeah, he might ride a bench somewhere after this, but this is the end of Matt Ryan. And, you, you know, I mean, they scored, I think it was like a two-point game in the third quarter, and then they blew him out by like 30 points in the fourth quarter, you know? So, yeah, I I think a lot of this is the hype from that. Minus 16 and a half. It's so many points. Yes. Even if this is a standalone bet, you know, so it doesn't spoil the, I mean, I I don't know. I I think if it's good enough to bet in a standalone um, uh, bet is good enough for the parlay. I don't know. Hell yeah, man. We're definitely putting this in our parlay, man. 16 yeah. and a half points. That's so many points. They're only going to, you know, they're going to win by two touchdowns and we're going to be fucking yeah. fine. Yeah. Hell yeah. Or they're going to walk down or they're going to be up three touchdowns, like 21 or something points. And then, um, you know, uh, everybody's going to be standing on the sideline, chilling. And then in the fourth quarter, uh Mills is gonna drive down like a two-minute drill and you know and get it up under 16 and a half. You're so, absolutely right. Backdoor cover waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. That's what I see. But. I I agree fully. I don't see any reason to not bet on the Houston Texans. It's, I mean, I know they're horrible, and I'm still putting money on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, next. Uh, we have the Eagles and the Giants. The Eagles and the Giants. Um, I'm the Giants are the worst good record team. I think you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I don't have any problems betting the Eagles here. I think that the the Eagles mm, kind of stumbled a little bit a few weeks ago, and I don't see them stumbling anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's just my early reaction or initial reaction, and maybe. Well. Maybe you have, maybe you see something I don't, but like, I don't think the Giants, I didn't have faith in the Giants. I started to think, oh shit, maybe they're a good team. And then I realized they're not any good. How do you not win that game last week against the fucking commanders? Yeah. Well, I mean, the commanders aren't like, you know, they're not a walk in the park either. Yeah, but you're up the a whole game and like yeah. in just amazing fashion you tie. I don't know. It's just crazy. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't You're right though. The commanders aren't bad. And this division is much better than I thought it would be. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they turned the whole division around this year. I'll tell yeah. you that. And the commanders beat the Eagles. They're the only team that beat them this yeah. year so far. Yeah. So you know, there's that. But uh, as far as the Giants winning, yeah, I don't know. What's know? the spread you see? Seven? Um, I got the Eagles and the Giants at question. I've got them. I see it at Eagles minus seven. Yeah. If that was six and a half, I'd say let's bet it at seven. You know, I can pass. I don't need yeah, this in, in, yeah. this in our life. I think so. 
Uh, next is the Jags and the Titans. The Jaguars and the Titans. Uh, the Titans got sh- showed what for last week. Oof. Oof. And, uh, you know. How do you think they respond to that? Is that the kind of loss that leads to two losses? Or is that the kind of loss that, like, fires them up and, and motivates them to bounce back? I mean, I think, you know, I mean, the Titans aren't a, they're not a, they're not a, they're in the middle, you know? If you had to line them all up, the Titans are definitely, definitely, you know, right in the, the middle, uh, the middle. And they did play arguably the best team in the league right now. True, okay. true. So, that's that's so, a really a good point that I so, don't, you know, I just say, oh, they lost, right? That's a yeah. Good point. So there's that. Um, but you know, they're gonna be playing the Jags, and it's minus four. You know, well, Tannehill is a little more healthy. Uh, mm-hmm. every week that he has some time distance from his uh from his injury, he'll be a little healthier. Um, and the Titans, the Titans D seems to be getting it together. Mm-hmm. Um. Trevor Lawrence did not practice today. He seems to uh, not be 100 after taking some real weird hits last yeah. week where he was spinning around and stuff. Oh, that was a very which, vicious. Yeah, vicious it was really concerning. Um, with a tall guy like that, too, you got to worry about the ankles. So I, I don't, I'm not 100% on whether or not he's playing this weekend. If I run the Jacksonville Jaguars, guess who's not playing this weekend? Is my. My the quarterback I picked number one in last year's draft, who is most mm-hmm. of my future, um, in a season that I know I'm not going to the playoffs. I have no problems resting him for until he's 100. Um, but I don't run the team. Uh, I think that this game was closer than it was supposed to be when they played in Jacksonville, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And I think that the Titans, now that it's back in Tennessee, they're gonna kind of show out and do what they do. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Titans are obviously missing a couple of pieces. So, you know, I mean, yeah, I, it's a, it's a, I, I, they're not I, missing no, Derrick Henry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. The Jaguars are yeah, obviously yeah. missing a couple of pieces to get to where they need to be. So, yeah. um, I guess since we don't know the health of, ter- of, of, of Trevor Lawrence, maybe we should wait. Maybe we should not play this because if we know that he's out, I really like the Titans minus four. But yeah. if he's going to play, I don't know if I would bet it. You know. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you this much: we, you know, like I said, we missed a couple of podcasts, but week before last, oh my goodness, when they w- marched down, scored, and with the extra point would have tied up the Ravens and then decided, no, nah, we're not tying you up. We're, we're going for the, we're going for the two point conversion. And they didn't have any, they didn't have any timeouts. So they lined up getting ready to go. And then the Ravens call a timeout like, Hey, Hey, you know, let's give them time to think of, you know, and I, maybe that's not what they were doing, but yeah, I mean, I think they probably maybe, wanted to get their right. Um, may, maybe they'll pull out the, bring out the field goal team. no, their offense marched right back out there and converted the two point and walked out and said, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. not doing overtime. I'll tell you what, on one hand, it shows you that 
they are really are a team of the future. Trevor Lawrence is mm-hmm. is a professional, right? And mm-hmm. and maybe we're going to see something out of the Jacksonville Jaguars in two years. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, it's just like emphasized what the Raiders have been going through all season, where they're a little bit better than their results tell you they are. You know, like right. God, that should have been a W for them. You know, mm-hmm. um, and it feels like every week or every other week, I'm thinking. Geez, if the Raiders had done three things differently, you know, they're winning this game. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah I, that was pretty impressive. There's been some real wild overtimes this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. So our next game, oh my gosh, it, just a debacle. I, if I could skip over it, I would. In in the news today, the next game is the Chiefs and the Broncos. Now, oh I, I'm surprised that. Is not at sixteen, and uh, uh, they don't have that at sixteen. They only have it at nine, but it's because of the defense. Um, and I don't know how that. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I it, guess it, you're right. I see it at ten. Okay. Oh, okay. The Broncos could win this bet because they're. It's quite possible that they don't let the Chiefs get ten points. <laughs> like the Chiefs could just win this game 9-0. <laughs> right. right, right, right. <laughs> it would mess up. It's but crazy. Then... It's crazy how bad this defense or this 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 uh Denver Broncos offense is, bro. Well, you know, I was talking to someone and I said, Well, you know, yeah, the defense has they came up and they said, Well, if if the Broncos would have scored, I think it was 18 points, just 18 points. Yeah. 19 18 or 19. If they averaged 18 points a game this year, they would have won an additional four, they, I think four or five games. Yeah. They would, they would be leading. I think they'd be either leading the conference or no, definitely the division. They, yeah. 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 No, they would, they would be right up there with the Chiefs, you it's know, crazy. as far as, uh, but, when you think about that defense, then you have to say, okay, who have they actually, actually played? Now, they did play that they held to those, you know, those low points. They played the Raiders, and the Raiders scored 32 points. Right. Uh, the Colts, the Chargers, the Jets, the Jaguars, the Titans, the Raiders, the Panthers, the Ravens the Ravens without Lamar Jackson last week. Okay. So who have they actually held now? Let's, 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 let's go with some top shelf teams uh, because they have to play the chiefs twice. Um, They'll play the chargers, the Cardinals. Well, at this point in the season, there's going to be some mental checkout. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're yeah, not going to yeah. be able to keep up those defensive numbers anymore. And honestly, it doesn't really matter at this point. They're not making the playoffs. No. Ultimately, no. if you run that team, if you're the Walmart guy, you want to lose the last couple games so you get a better draft pick. No, they're not going to get any draft picks because guess what? Those draft picks go to the Seahawks for. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a. It's it's just it's it's, it's just sick. It I really love is it. Sick. I love it. I love it. it this was the, the worst trade. 
And this is the worst trade a team can do. And in a way, mm-hmm. you know, you and I have been talking about sports nonstop for like a mm-hmm. half a decade. All right. You mm-hmm. know. There are two entities in the NFL I like to root against the most. <laughs> One is the Denver Broncos. The other is Russell Wilson specifically. <laughs> and now they're combined. It's fucking uh, great. It's great. And, and, and so in the news today, they're seriously the consideration. I, now, I don't know if the Broncos I, – I tried to read some of these articles, and I'm like, okay, did the Broncos actually come out with this, or is this just in the news? Uh no, I think no, there was a quote that there is some accountability that's being called out to Russell Wilson by the Broncos. Accountability for the contract he just signed and if he could if he should give some of that money back. Of A, not going <laughs> to fucking happen. That's not the nature of going to work. All right. You don't go yeah. to work to say, hey, you see all that money you agreed to? Here, have a little back. Um, yeah. You just don't. B, but when you, like, but they when you gave him the contract, that's the nature of negotiations. Yeah. They have to sign the deal too. You know? mm-hmm. So, but when you show up at work, <laughs> and what is it? Two of the last three games you haven't scored a touchdown? I mean, it's a team sport is the argument, right? The, the the coaches have to coach well. All the players have to play well. And the other team has to not want it more, you know? Um, I mean, you can't put all of it on one player. You just can't. Uh, it could be that some tweaks to the offense and roster and they're, you know, Russell Williams is back to being effective. But it just seems like it's been a mess all season. Oh, it's 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 it is. I, I try not to listen to it, but you know there are radio stations here that almost twenty four hours a day will talk about nothing but the Broncos, and I'm like, really? Oh yeah, really? It, it, they don't know, even know I'm, that the the NBA pl- plays games in Denver. It's crazy. It's yeah, all yeah, yeah, Broncos, yeah. all Broncos, Broncos, Broncos. So anyway. One of the first non-divisional games. Oh, wait, gonna... wait, wait. We have four games left, right? One, two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and then we'll bang those last four out. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. All right. Thanks. I appreciate it. Hi, guys. This is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gaming problem, let's make some money. We are back. And we got four more games to go, pal. Yep. Let's, let's get her done. So four, the last four are non-interdivision games. And the first one is going to be the Panthers and the Seahawks. Panthers and the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks really playing well this season, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they are. I mean, uh, not bad. <laughs> unexpected. Uh, unexpected. We thought that uh, even though, I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to speak for you. Even though I'm not a Russell Wilson fan, I didn't mm-hmm. think that that trade was necessarily great for them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, we weren't down on it. Neither of us were down on it. We both recognized that the Seattle – Russell Wilson relationship is over. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they got a haul, they got picks, they got yeah. 
You know, they got a good tight end in Noah Fant. They got a garbage quarterback, even for backup standards. And uh, what's his name? Mock. Yeah. Well, they're minus four. The Seattle Seahawks are minus four over the Panthers. Now, something I was thinking, which is overthinking, is if you remember when – Who's the running back that they traded to the 49ers? Christian uh, McCaffrey, Denver's McCaffrey. own. Christian so when McCaffrey got traded, the very next game they won. Yeah, and the same with when they fired Matt Rule, the next game they won. And, um, and also when Baker Mayfield went out, they won the next game. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know so I, Sam Darnold, I think, is playing this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Seems to be as healthy as he's been in a while. Mm-hmm. Or I guess by all accounts, is as healthy as he's been in a while. Fair to say one of his last chances. You know what I mean? He doesn't have that many more. He needs no. to get some W's under his belt if he wants to extend his NFL career. Um, as as a starting quarterback now. Even as a backup. We're getting to the point now where people would rather give a chance to an unknown guy than a guy that they know has blown it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I just, you know, it's it's about it's about extending his career. See, it, the Lego fireman wants to save his career. He's going to have to do it ASAP. You know, he's going to have to play well this week. Um, I am, it's easy. I mean, it's probably easy to do this, and I bet you the public money is probably right there with me, but I'm going to, I'm going to say that the, the Seahawks probably handle their business and get it done as they've been yeah. doing. Yeah. But um, I don't know if I would put money on this if I could avoid it because, you know, the Panthers have been a little bit, have been improving largely mm-hmm. because of the changes, you know, addition by subtraction kind of changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like they're capable of stealing one somewhere. Maybe it's this one. Maybe it's this game. I don't know. Well, you know, I mean, the Panthers, I mean, yeah, they don't, they're not playing for much. Okay. I mean, they're four and eight. I, they, I don't believe they can make the playoffs. They might be mathematically eliminated at this point. Um, they've shed it, what they thought might be a future quarterback, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But on the other side, you got the Seahawks. Who are in their one game behind the 49ers. And, and the 49ers um, are down to their third quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. They're down to their third. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Uh huh. And so, I mean, it's one of those, you know, it's one of those games where I think the Seahawks are going to come handle business. Minus four might even be, might even be. Uh, low, uh, very. Yeah, low. I think they cover. I think they cover too. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm just scared that I'm just scared to bet it because it's so far against my preseason expectations, you know. Mm-hmm. But you're, you know, they probably cover. The fact is, they're they have a they have a savvy vet of a head coach, right? He knows what he's doing. Right. He's been around forever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the players all recognize it. But he knows how hard it is to win. He knows how hard it is to get to the playoffs. And he probably smells blood in the water 
with mm-hmm. the 49ers being on their third string quarterback. Because I don't yeah. care how good your running game is. It's tough yeah. to get over play starting your third stringer. You know, there's a reason he's the third string. Right. So I, don't be surprised if Pete Carroll motivates these guys to go out and really do it um, these last couple weeks and really try to put some pressure on San Francisco over these last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, if they were pulling straws, it would be easy to say that the 49ers definitely pulled the short straw because they will be playing the Buccaneers uh, in the same, pretty much the same time slot. Um, All right. As long as, I mean, you're going to be fine for the first three and a half quarters. It's mm-hmm. just the second half of the fourth quarter. They have to worry about the bucks. <laughs> right. They'll stay close. And... <laughs> Last I mean... week was crazy. Cause it was such an, as a Buccaneers fan, it was such an emotional ro- roller coaster Monday night. I am. Mm-hmm talking shit about the old guy i'm saying like oh god this team's just a mess and how did we give todd bowles the job like all kinds of like bullshit comments coming out of my mouth and then tom brady went out and did tom brady things you know what i mean he reminded the world what being tom brady means you know and, and I'm even, just sitting there like, oh, we had him right where we wanted the whole time. There we go. That's those my guys. <laughs> In the short time that he's been there in uh Tampa, he's won a Super Bowl. So yeah, yeah you know, and 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 I think that this is he's gonna be thinking about this now. Uh they're a game ahead of the Falcons. I don't see the Falcons overtaking them, but Eh, Mariota yeah. seems to have hit a wall. You know what yeah, I mean? He was having yeah. such a good start to the season, and then the last yeah. two weeks, he yeah. seems to like be wearing heavy shoes. Yeah, him and him and Tua, you know, both. Uh, but we'll talk about him ne- uh, next. Yeah. Game. But but the you know the thing is is uh, Tom Brady is going to be thinking about, and this is the difference. This is the difference, right? Tom Brady is going to be thinking about that, and he's going to be saying to himself. I'm not going to lose to a third string quarterback. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, I'm not as confident as you sound right now. <laughs> well, well, I mean, let's think about it. Let's really, really think about it. I mean, I could, you know, say, oh, wow, let me do some homework. I don't think that in, yeah, you got to think about what situ. first of all, certain situations have to happen in order to even play a third string quarterback and with those situations in place, he definitely didn't lose to no third string quarterback when he was uh, playing with the Patriots. At, at least he in didn't his lose last... all that much playing with the no, Patriots. No, so he definitely didn't lose, and he hasn't lost to one since he's been in Tampa. So yeah, I don't, I don't see him saying this is this is a little bit different than most third third quarterback situations i mean like they're that rushing attack is so good the rest of that team Mm -hmm. is so good it might be the best offensive line in the game it's definitely the best rushing attack in the game the fact that you have two uh, like just blow the roof off kind of players coming out you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. in 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 uh 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 what's his name and McCarthy is the other one. 
Debo Posted. Samuel is the one I was thinking. Oh, of. oh, you're talking offense. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about offense. Oh, yeah. You have a Bosa on the defensive yeah. line. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's really hard to pick against the 49ers, even with the third string quarterback, and even going against Tampa Bay Buccaneers and and Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I'm just really impressed with the team that John Lynch has put together. Man, that roster is something special. And Purdy. Purdy has uh Brock Purdy has he came out and looked good. Yeah. You know? He looked he really, did. really they, good. They you know? they you know, they put him in a position to look good right. with their playing calling. And you know, and that's good. That's what you're supposed to do. It was mm-hmm. a lot of short passes, you know, they weren't mm-hmm. asking him to do anything crazy. Mm-hmm. If he can keep it up, you never know. Well, Last we'll pick in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. And he he I mean Oh my gosh, you're talking about a straw in your hat. Yeah. Oh my gosh, if he goes in, if if he if he goes into this game and beats, you know, the Buccaneers with Tom Brady, the, the other greatest seventh rounder quarterback ever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is that now the other teams, including the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, have a little bit of tape on him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like last yeah. week, he was a complete unknown. And this week they have a little bit of tape. Now it might not be enough tape that they find anything, but by next week there's going to be plenty that every team will have a a full book. So we'll exactly. see. I, if 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 Chuba's going to what's his name? Chuba Purdy. Chuba Brock. Chuba. Oh, Brock. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. I think he has a brother who's still in college named Chuba uh. Chuba Purdy or Chuba Purdy, whatever. Um, the point is. If Brock Purdy's going to do anything, we're going to have to see. We're going to need to see signs of it this week. You yeah. know, like he's going to look really good this week if he's going to keep looking good. I think right. so. We'll know. We'll know. I mean, now they beat the Dolphins thirty-three to seventeen, and you know, I mean, if you're thinking about the, you know, the Dolphins are, you know, they're eight and fourteen. They're not a, they're not a slouch by no means. No, they're really good. Um, but you got to understand too that. They put hands on Tua, and Tua started, you know, he, he started to show signs of, uh, you know, not to disrespect the illness, but uh, PTSD a little bit. Oh that, yeah, yeah. He 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 was not. It it was it was in it, it was. You could tell he was not the same quarterback. Like you know. No, he. I think there's a little bit of concern from those mm-hmm. two big hits he had earlier mm-hmm. this year that injured him. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's getting the ball out of his hands a little quicker. Now, mm-hmm. in some ways, that's helpful, mm-hmm. right? But if you're rushing it, it's not helpful. If you're reading it quickly, it's helpful. If you're rushing it, it's not helpful. So, And when you got Waddle and... Uh... Uh, Tyreek Hill running long deep routes, it's going to take you some, you know, it's going to take you some time for that to develop. And when your line can't hold that off and you're in your head and you're thinking, oh my gosh, it's going to be another two seconds before they even break. And I can even begin to think about throwing this ball. Yeah. And here comes Bosa on one side. Here comes, you know, yeah. So, yeah, it, it they got into his head and 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 
and that's just the way that that's that's what happened. You know, Bosa's uh, going to get in every quarterback's head, I think, or, or, or you know, almost every quarterback's head. Maybe not Brady though. Maybe not Brady, or maybe if Nick Bosa's young, strong, virile self gets his hands on him, we yeah. see the end of Tom Brady's old, <laughs> old, old career. You know what I mean? Like. Oh um, yeah, he was at, in his forties. At some point, it's got to end, man. The guy's forty-four. Yeah. He's older yeah. than me. Yeah. Well, when you come out and very rarely get your uh, yeah. uh, get your uniform dirty. Yeah, he they're, never they're, hits the ground. Uh, well, I tell you, I watched uh, a video of the biggest, the hardest um, quarterback hits, and it was do. Doomerville? Who was Elvis Doomerville? Yeah, Doomerville. Yeah, he played across. He was like the Von Miller before Von Miller got yeah. to brother to Denver. And then they were nasty when they were together on the same yeah. line. And then I want to say he ended his career with Baltimore or Baltimore, something. Baltimore, like yeah. yeah. Well, Doomerville hit Brady dead center in the bread basket. And drove him two yards and drilled him. I and vaguely I like, remember this. Whoa. I vaguely remember this highlight. Yeah. He was like a rag doll. I mean, he just he just boom and just lifted him and he went. I mean, he just went airborne. I was like, I remember that. That was an inc- an incredible, incredible. Yeah. Game. God, remember the good old days when we before CTE was a thing and we got to get those like those like videos of like boom bang like yeah. all the big hits like NFL mm-hmm. Live I mean, it used to be all mm-hmm. about like big tackles and mm-hmm. snot bubbles coming out of people's noses and shit like that. Well, you know, really quick, mm-hmm. I wonder. Okay, I, I wonder in. I don't think. I don't think that a um uh a defensive player can hit an offensive player in the head with their hands. I don't think so. They say illegal use of hands, not face masks, illegal Correct. use of hands, right? Correct. Well, how is that okay? But at full speed, an offensive player can maybe even change his direction and now use his momentum and his weight and stiff arm the heck out of a defensive player that's in obviously a vulnerable position. You know, I'm like, yeah, the stiff arm is essentially the same, the same kind of contact. And one team, one guy can do it and the other can't. Now, me personally, if I was a corner or safety or, you know, linebacker or something, I would seriously Google uh, oh, Palomalo and how he actually, he was, I forget who the player was, but he was running down the sideline getting ready to tackle him and he got stiff-armed. He locked his arm as he stiff-armed him and use his entire weight to somersault and stop that receiver in dead stride going forward 
and almost tore his arm smooth out of the socket. Dude, and I, he was so <laughs> badass. I said, he's got to know some martial arts. I was like, the way that he locked his arm, yeah, he got, and he kind of he studied jujitsu or something. One of those, it, yeah. Arts. He grabbed the back of his arm, cradled up under it, and then and used the guy's momentum, and then stopped. And the guy, it was like he got jerked by a freaking semi truck, clean off the ground, and drilled him down into the ground. I'm like, wow. do not do that. <laughs> I was like, you know, if you can stiff arm, you you can afford to lose that arm. <laughs> That's what I'd say, <laughs> you know. He's uh, he was really impressive, man. He was really, yeah. he was a lot of fun to watch play the NFL every Sunday. And I mean, when did... he jumped over that line to block the field goal, I was just like, "Holy shit! Why aren't we doing this every play, guys? This is incredible!" You know? Oh, no, to to block the field goal, you mean he would he jump the line, jumped over the the off the line, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then jump straight up and block the field goal. He okay. did it before Earl Thomas did it. Earl but, Thomas learned it from watching Palomalu. But he was timing the hike, and he was jumping over, and oh uh, yeah, and, and, and uh, towards the quarterback on the game on the goal line plays. Too. Yeah. yeah, that was so, impressive too. Yeah, so unbelievable. But you know, some I found out something over the last two weeks that yeah. I didn't didn't know was a rule. I did not know that you could not hit. The the long snapper, yeah, he's in a vulnerable position. Yeah, because he's because looking he between. Tuck, his... Yeah, he has to tuck yeah. so far down to do that that long snap. That when he's coming up, he's so yeah. his neck is so vulnerable. Yeah, I can't remember who lost a game that way. Uh, oh, they, they got... called it. They called it oh, on yeah. somebody. Oh yeah. wow! And wow. they it was one of the, and they uh, got a first down out of it, and yeah. it cost them the game. So, but. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, Palo Malo, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, the Dolphins playing the Chargers in the night game on Sunday. Yeah. And minus three and a half on the Dol- Dolphins. First you know, off, if you would have told me that Miami Dolphins would be involved with the game that got flexed into primetime, mm-hmm. I would have been shocked and in disbelief for the last couple of years. All right. So that alone should tell them, hey, look, it's been a successful season. People mm-hmm. want to watch our games. That's awesome for the Dolphins. And you want to know who got flexed out of primetime? Who was it? The Broncos. Well, yeah. Um. <laughs> so, I say that to say the Miami Dolphins should be proud of themselves. Mm-hmm. But they shouldn't mail in the end of the year. I mean, they still have a lot of work to do. Oh, no, They're man. in a position where if they can go get Two or three, if they can go get four more wins, they'll have mm-hmm. home field advantage in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is something that is incredibly valuable mm-hmm. to them more than other teams. Because the last thing that a team from Florida wants is to have to go into a snowy weather kind of situation for the playoffs. Right, like the if I'm the Miami Dolphins, I don't want to go play a game in New England in the end of December, or Buffalo at the end of December, or Green Bay. I guess Green Bay is in a different division, but you get my Mm -hmm. you get what I'm you get the picture I'm painting, you know. Um, 
And they play they play Green Bay uh, on Christmas. <laughs> That's just coincidence. I wasn't yeah. really. I didn't even know. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying if they they should do everything they can do to mm-hmm. get home field advantage. Oh yeah, shit. The playoffs are basically played in January. Like the last thing you want to do is mm-hmm. go to Buffalo in January. You know. Right. So uh, the Dolphins need to really step their game up these last few weeks and try to somehow get. As many home field games as they can, or home as much home field advantage as they can, as many home games as they can in the playoffs. So yeah. I I, th- I don't think the pressure is off them at all. Um, the Chargers are not doing what we expected them to do again. Again, <laughs> you. Th- it sounds to me from your tone there that you put kind of put a lot of the blame on the head coach. Um, I I think it's I, I, you know I I was thinking about the coach. And then I was just thinking, like, man, maybe it's it's just a culture that hasn't been broken yet. I mean, like, mm. they just – there's so many games that I've watched them, you know, because I kind of like Herbert. I think he's a – I think he's a great, you know, quarterback. But, I mean, there's – you know, I'm like, wow, how did they lose that game? Wow, how did they lose that game, you know? I don't know. It sucks when know. you have that uh, – that Detroit Lions mystique, you know, that yeah, that Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers thing going where you just find ways to lose. Yeah. Um, it sucks that the Chargers, by all, I mean, by all reports, they have this incredible roster and they've been mm-hmm. they've been making all the right decisions the last few years, and they keep getting screwed left and right, and not yeah. it not working out. So there might be something to what you're saying. I mean, maybe. You know, the we thought the Browns had turned it around as an organization, and look, they're still Browning. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe the Chargers are just going to keep on charging, yeah. um, and that's unfortunate because I well, certainly want to see uh, Herbert on a big scale. I want to see him in the playoffs. I want to see mm-hmm. him playing big, meaningful games. Right. Um, and it's the Chargers' responsibility <laughs> to put the team around him to enable that. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the good thing about the Dolphins is uh, next week they actually play the Bills, so that's a that's a good thing because I mean, could you imagine? Like, wow, what if they actually beat the Bills again? Yeah, and you know that, and and, and win the division. You know, oh man, I think that would be that would be huge. And- That'd be epic. That'd be epic, considering. Um- how off those numbers were. And I, God, it just reminds me. I remember when we did that preview and we were talking about it. And I mm-hmm. sort of, I said, huh, maybe we should be considering the Dolphins, Dolphins. at, <laughs> you know, plus whatever it was, 550 mm-hmm. or something. And mm-hmm. I sort of talked. It's weird that I talked myself out of that and into the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just stupid of me. Well, you know, um, you look at the favorites, right? You look at the Chiefs. You look at the Bills. You look at these teams, and then you say to yourself, eh, there might be a a new kid on the block in the Super Bowl and actually win this year. I mean, you look at the Bengals. I mean, Joe Burrow went into Kansas City like, this is what I do. You know, like... <laughs> I, just, I, I think you're right, man. I think that he is good and is going to make a run at it but for there's i don't know i just 
I guess I have to get past that Bengals mystique in my head. <laughs> right, right. Know? And that's a team that I think they've gotten past it, right? The Dolphins, I'm not too sure of, but Tua, he has the talent, and he has the talent around him. Tyreek Hill and Waddle are just un... I mean, it's, let's admit, I Incredible. mean, teams, teams don't have an answer for that one, too. They yeah, don't. man, you put you, two, two of the greatest wide receive, young wide receivers in the game. You have them on the same roster. It's just yeah. barely fair. So I, you know, that's the way. <laughs> that's the way I see it. Is Agreed. if if Tua gets his head straight, comes back next week, like yeah, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna lay another loss on the Bills uh, next week, and then we're going to, and then we're going to, uh, um. Uh, and then we're going to win the division. Yeah, uh, get home field advantage. Go into the playoffs. Watch and, out for the Dolphins, dude. You're yeah. talking me into it right now. I'm like, let me. What are they looking at for the Super Bowl? Like, like I am. You're literally well, it talking ain't, it me ain't, into it. it. It ain't where they were. It's not where they were. Uh, yeah, I didn't at have the beginning of the though. year, but you know, yeah. um, I would put them just outside of the top three. Um, Favorites, wow. I, okay. I, I would I would think that they, okay. they would be right there. You do. You know? I'll tell you what, man. You would get along with all these crazy delusional <laughs> Dolphins fans down here. You should come uh, hang out with them sometime. Um, these guys, well, what the what Broncos fans bring to the table in terms of just being completely insufferable. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the Dolphins fans are the Michael Jordans of being annoying <laughs> to other fan, fans of other teams. Yeah. The Dolphins fans are Michael Jordans of debaucherous tailgating. There are so many people having sex in the cars and in the <laughs> and in the in the toilets, like in the porta potties, oh, wow. and like just <laughs> in the parking lots all over before the games. It's crazy over there. It's just crazy. Take. Take a look at the Dolphins. They play the Chargers. Yeah. I, I I strongly think that this is going to be their get right game to finish out the year. Okay, and then, and then they play the Bills. They play the Packers. They play the Patriots, and they play the Jets. That's a really tough last five games. You think so, man? You're talking about. Even the the two bad teams, you got great quarterbacks on, <laughs> or you got a head great, or you got a great quarterback, or you got a great head coach, or whatever. Yeah, like the yeah. Jets are playing well, yeah, and they got a great defense. Mm-hmm. the The Patriots have Bill Belichick. The Packers mm-hmm. have Aaron Rodgers. Even if they're having a bad year, they have Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. The Bills are the Bills, and this game's no, it's not an easy one. You know, it's just it's I think those are five hard games to end the season. Now, they're manageable games. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins could go three and two and win the division. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, it would be like, okay, they just got through pl- playing the 49ers, right? Now, yeah. If they if they if if their last games included the 49ers, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, you know, that would be that top tier of oh my yeah. gosh. I don't know how I, I see one game out of your last five, right? Or maybe two, you know, but 
these teams right here, I, I think they can get right for, and I think they can. I, I think okay. they can. The only ones I think the Bills are going to really come correct, but the Dolphins are like, yeah, we already beat you guys, and we know how to do it. We're going to come in there and do it. Uh, the Jets are sneaky good, like you said, defense, and the Patriots. They do have Belichick, but like you said, they're all manageable wins. So yeah, they're all know. they're all winnable, uh, you know. And so we'll see what happens if they go mm-hmm. through. If they get three or four of these W's, they're going to be confident rolling into the playoffs. And that's, Mm -hmm. and we talk about it every year. It's about momentum at the end of the year. It's about who's healthiest and who has forgotten how to lose, you know? And if the, if the dolphins can position themselves that they go four and one, these last five games, then they're going to be in a great position or a great, uh, they're going to be in a great mindset going into the playoffs. Yeah. All right, let's talk about uh, Monday night, the Patriots mo- and the yep. Cardinals. Monday night, we got the Patriots and the Cardinals. Uh, they'll be playing in Arizona at State Farm Stadium. Uh, the New England Patriots are favored minus two and a half. All right, we did it. We, you ha- I mean, we had to mention it. That was it. Other than that, nobody gives a fuck about this game. <laughs> <No>. uh- <laughs> Pretty much All right. Not. So let's try to put together. I mean, we're not we're not picking that game. Both of those no. teams are garbage. They're nobody's doing anything. So let's try to put a parlay together. I kept tally. I kept track of all the games we liked, and there's okay. too many. Okay? okay, we got too many. But let me go through them all, and let's try to take out like two or three of these. Okay. Okay. We have the Raiders on the money line against at the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. The only thing that scares me about this is it's an away game on a Thursday night. But the Rams are a mess. So I, I kind of like the Raiders there. We have the Minnesota Vikings plus two and a half at the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Um, I like that game. It does scare me being a road game, and the Lions have been playing well lately. Maybe that's mm-hmm. one we could take off. Uh, we have the Jets plus nine and a half at Buffalo. Um, it's it's Jets or nothing on that game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no reason to bet anybody to cover nine and a half. Um, we have the Bengals minus six again at home against the Browns. You love that. So we're going to leave that mm-hmm. one on there for sure. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, sorry. We have the Tennessee Titans minus four at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I love this one. You're not as sold on this one as I am. That's okay. We have the Houston Texans plus 16 and a half <laughs> at the Dallas Cowboys. That's definitely going in there. Yeah. It's so many points. Yeah. Um, we have the Miami Dolphins minus three in Los Angeles against the Chargers. The Seahawks minus three and a half at home against the Panthers. Those are all the games that we mentioned we like. We need to take a couple out. Yeah. So which out of there? Let's each take one out right away. What do you like? What do you dislike out of those? Um, I dislike the um Raiders and the Rams. All right, I'm fine with taking that out especially cuz it's a Thursday night. I dislike the New York Jets bet because there's something about yeah. Buffalo in December, they could be throwing sex toys on the field. It could get weird out there. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's just take that one out. Okay. So now we have one Two, three, four, five, six. We got to take some more out. We can't yeah. do a sit, pick six. Yeah. We're never going to hit six right. <laughs> um, what else? Why don't we take out the Dolphins? 
on the yeah. road at the Chargers. I There's agree. some variables there. We never know what's going to happen. Right. Um, what else? I All right. So, listen, I really like the Seahawks. The more that I think about it, the more I like the Seahawks minus three and a half. And I think we should leave that in. I think we should leave the Houston Texans plus 16 and a half in. I don't think the Cowboys are going to have a 50-point week again or anything crazy. Yeah. And then you were saying, you just said, take the Vikings and Lions out? Really? No, I like the Vikings play a lot. I like the Vikings plus two and a half. Yeah. No, I think we should leave that in. What if, man, and I think we like. All right. That's that's three. Let's take the Titans out okay. and let's take the Bengals and Browns out. And so this is my suggestion. We go Minnesota Vikings plus two and a half at Detroit. Mm-hmm. We go Houston Texans plus 16 and a half at Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then we take the Seattle Seahawks at home minus three and a half against the Panthers. That sound good? Sounds good. I like it. Let's see how it pays. So if we were to do 100, which we will not do, but if we were to do 100, it's 6 to 1. 100 to win 600. That gets us well into the black. That fixes yeah. our problem and gets us healthy. All right? I, I like it. I like it, too. All right, man. Tell me about that. What's it called again? The war story? The war uh, teller? The war hammer? No. It is the... um. Warfighter. The Warfighter. Warhammer, a completely different cigar. Yeah, Warfighter. And this is, uh, it's a Sumatra that I'm smoking. Yeah. Yeah, and what are your thoughts? Tastes good? Really good. Really, really good. I think it's a good cost-effective cigar, and I think it's a good cigar. Good. It's not not very expensive? Nope. I'm smoking it down to the very last note. Yeah, I see you. Um, all right. Well, that's definitely one I should try then. That sounds good. Um, let's see. This was fun. Let's not take two weeks off again. Let's, let's uh, not let's not do that. Um, it, it's, it's been a wild, it's been a wild world cup for me as always. Um, <laughs> we are, um, uh, Bet Your Ash is part of the Bet Your Ash podcasting network. It's the flagship show. And we're available at betyourash.com and wherever the else, like wherever else you like to listen to podcasts. Um, please just share it with your friends. Tell your friends about us. You know, uh, if, you, mm-hmm. if you wanted to stick around, we're going to need to get our numbers up. Um, mm-hmm. And we are also on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. It is at Bet Your Ash Pod. So um, remember, if you're in the Denver area, you go to Capital Cigars, you say hi to Cornelius, you tell him you listen to the podcast, and you buy like 77 drinks and Absolutely. lots of cigars and support, support <laughs> the lounge. All right. Absolutely. All right. Um, cool, buddy. This was fun. We'll talk next mm-hmm. week. All right. Enjoy the football this weekend. All right. See you then. That was another episode of Bet Your Ash. And we like to use this opportunity at the end of podcast episodes to say thank you to some people. So, Binsky, thank you so much for everything you've done. Also, Timmy Nebraska, Casey O'Flynn, Corey Collins, Brock White, and you, the listener. 
because without you, we'd be nothing.